Time now for business, uh, and uh, we're looking at uh, what's largely considered by many as the biggest shopping day of the year, of course, Black Friday. The U.S. tradition, which dates back to the 1930s, has now uh, very much established itself here in France. Solange Moujan, our business reporter, is here to tell us more. Yeah, in the States and here in France, there is a growing movement to do a light Friday or a shop responsibly green Friday because of the environmental impact that such frenzied consumerism has on the planet. Now, we'll discuss more of this in a minute, but first, let's take a look at how Black Friday has been adopted by French consumers. Uh, last year, this shopping bonanza brought in nearly 800 million euros in France. That's less than the over 8 billion spent in the U.S. But French buyers have bought into this shopping tradition. Over 70% of people buy things over the Black Friday period here in France. Now, unlike other sales events, online sales account for 64% of purchases, and the budget of consumers is up this year by some 8%, which is likely due to inflation. So the average amount spent, or that is expected to be spent, uh, is just under 300 euros. Now, another fun tidbit which upends gender biases is that men who, st uh, who, st uh, who st st men statistically spend more on on Black Friday, up to 42% more than women. Now, the number one purchase for these sales is expected to be clothing, but our appetite for fast fashion has a dire environmental impact. As Leo McGuinn explains, hundreds of tons of unsold and no longer wanted clothing gets sent to Chile every year, where it's often dumped into the desert. Piles of rubbish as far as the eye can see a graveyard of discarded clothes and shoes. Chile's Atacama Desert has become a dumping ground for second-hand and unsold clothing. Over 60,000 tonnes comes in from Europe, Asia and the US every year. In 2021, over 39,000 tonnes was dumped in the desert. Full of chemicals, the clothing takes hundreds of years to decompose and is threatening the Atacama Desert's fragile ecosystem. Here you have many tons of clothes, which are dangerous, an environmental risk, a danger to people's health. Fast fashion has long been decried by environmentalists for its effect on the planet. According to NGO Earth.org, fast fashion companies generate more pollution than international aviation and shipping combined. The fashion industry consumes around 93 billion cubic metres of water every year and more than $500 billion is lost from lack of recycling every year, which means that clothes end up in places like this, the Atacama Desert. And for locals, not enough is being done to combat the problem. We feel abandoned. We feel that our land has been sacrificed. But I insist it is the unscrupulous people of the world who come to leave their rubbish here. The EU introduced a law earlier this year requiring clothes, furniture and smartphones sold in Europe to be longer-lasting and easier to repair. But for many, such policies are a case of too little, too late. Now to the markets. Here in Europe, the markets remain relatively flat with a lack of data from the U.S. because of yesterday's Thanksgiving holiday and also after Asian markets were pretty weak today. But overall, the muted numbers come after a pretty optimistic week due to uh, uh, data showing that a recession in Europe may not may be shallower than feared and the Federal Reserve's discussion that its moves to curb inflation may be working. 
Now to Twitter and Elon Musk's announcement that he will provide what he calls a general amnesty to suspended Twitter accounts starting next week. The move comes after Musk polled his Twitter his Twitter fans and found that 72% of those who responded wanted such accounts reinstated. But such moves and Musk's shakeups as owner of Twitter have led to an ongoing exodus among advertisers and his staff. Twitter's Brussels office now has closed after two uh, after its two Europe heads left. They were in charge of its policy for the block, leading now to fears that Twitter will no longer have the staff to ensure in compliance with Europe's strict information laws. Now, such oversights could lead to lawsuits, regulatory action, and more advertisers fleeing, thus further raising concerns about the future of the company. I think Twitter does have a future, but it looks pretty uncertain right now. Certainly with the mass walkouts that we've seen following that huge round of redundancies as well, uh, employees seem to be voting with their feet, unwilling to sign up for a long hours culture. Musk has had a track record of achieving what seemed to be unachievable or unattainable, like sending rockets into space. The problem is, a lot of what he has done has been fueled in an era of cheap money, fueled by cheap borrowing. And now we're moving away from that era. It may be much more difficult for Musk to finance his plans. Now, Musk's worries continue over at Tesla as well. The electric car company is having a recall of around 80,000 cars in China over seatbelt and software issues. And the recall order comes just days after the U.S. ordered the recall of some 300,000 Tesla vehicles. And finally for me, a story that sticks with today's electric car and shopping theme. Uh, Mercedes has announced a new subscription for all those petrol heads out there with cash to spare. For its electric car owners, Mercedes is now offering an online subscription service that makes their cars speed up faster. For the annual cost of $1,200, the drivers can gain one second or around 20% in the time that it takes to go from zero to 60 miles per hour. The subscription comes after BMW offered a similar plan, but for heated seats. Now, in my opinion, personally, I would much rather go, I don't know about you, uh, with the heated seats rather than putting the pedal to the metal. I'm not sure about that. I think uh, with the <laughs> cold weather, perhaps you're right. But uh, go and have a look on Mercedes, see if they've got any Black, deal for, uh, Black Friday deals going today.